your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Hello, and welcome to our first All Around the Leagues recording, bringing you news and updates from the North Kent Sunday Football League. It's great to be on board and be a part of all the great work that Andrew and the other leagues have put together to form this community. To summarise our constitution for the 2020-21 season, we're delighted that we've created a new Division 4 for the forthcoming campaign and now have 50 teams competing in our League and Cup competitions across five divisions, which is an increase of 10 teams from the previous campaign. With member clubs voting to conclude the 1920 season on the points per game basis, promotion and relegation between divisions was decided from last season's final standings. Based on the FA guidance, it was decided at our AGM that the 1920 Cup competitions were not to be played in conjunction with the 2021 season. Although we've seen an increase in the number of clubs within our constitution overall, unfortunately since the curtailment of the 1920 season, Wheatsheaf have decided that they will not be returning ahead of the new season. Our senior division is comprised of nine teams. Current senior division champions Longfield Athletic, who ended Sun's run as senior division title holders after three consecutive league titles. Old Comrades, Punjab United, Ralgema, Sean, Sun and current division one champions AFC Oddfellows who have been promoted to the senior division along with Riverview United. Division 1 is also compri- is comprised of 10 teams. Swanscombe Tigers, who have been relegated from the senior division, New Ash Green, Newtown Cobras, South Darenth Dons, South Darenth and Slade Green Railway, who remain in Division 1, and also Dartford Eagles, Marley Rolls and last year's Division 2 champions Hive Titans as they all embark on their first season in Division 1 following promotion. Division 2 is comprised of 10 teams, Cobham, Gravesend Spartans, Six Bells, Springhead Park who were formerly coaching horses and Swanscombe Tigers Reserves. They are joined by Sean Hyam and Rising Eagles who have been relegated from Division 1 and Black Lion and Division 3 champions Yield Leather Bottle, who have been promoted from Division 3. AFC Rocheville have rejoined the North Kent League after three seasons away, and will provide some great competition for an already talented division. Division 3 is our largest division for the 2021 season, comprised of 11 teams, Taverners, who have been relegated from Division 2, The Echo, Irith Town, Gravesend Vipers, Pelham Arms and Verbena, who were formerly Guru Nanak Reserves, who remain in Division 3 from last season. New additions to the league, Gravesend United, Guru Nanak, Halls Athletic, Phoenix Sports and Wellet Park Wanderers complete the new look Division 3. Our newly formed Division 4 is comprised of 10 teams, Darston Athletic, Gravesend Cricketers, Hollisters, Nuevo Club, and Ridgeway Darts, who have all been relegated from last season's Division 3. They have been joined by a host of new clubs, Dartford Athletic, Guru Nanak Reserves, Queen, The Rose Athletic, and Zens, to provide a new and exciting competition to our existing clubs in Division 4. In total, 11 new teams have been added to the constitution for the 2021 season. 
AFC Rocheville, formerly part of the league up until the end of the 2017-18 season. They've decided to reform and will look to provide a strong test for anyone in Division 2 this season. Dartford Athletic, formed by Sam and Callum, who wanted to bring their friends and family together to play football on a regular basis. Gravesend United, formed by Matt, Martin and Shane, to bring back together a team of lads who previously had played for three years together before their initial club folded. They base their club on team bonding to build confidence and to get to know each other better at team socials. Guru Nanak have created two teams to enter into the league for the forthcoming season, with a first team in Division 3 and a reserve side entering Division 4. Halls Athletic, under-23 side, are entering the North Kent Sunday League as they make the step up from youth to men's football. Phoenix Sports have joined us from the Orpington and Bromley Football League, where they previously competed in Division 3. Queen, previously a part of the league as recently as 2018-19, before stepping away for a season. They're previous winners of the League Cup B in 2016-17, and they'll be looking to take some of that experience back into Division 4 this season. Welling Park Wanderers, who were formerly SE Wanderers, who completed in Westford back in 2014-15, and won the Division 2 League and Cup double, but after getting promoted to the Senior Division... The following season, the squad found it tough and folded at the end of the season. But when they recently considered getting the band back together, Welling Park caught wind and invited them to become part of their club setup. With most of the lads now based in Kent, it made sense for them to join the North Kent League. The Rose Athletic formed to give players sufficient time playing the game they all love and enjoy, which may not be possible elsewhere, while looking to provide competitive competition within their division. And finally, Zens, a mixture of school and close friends who have previously played in goals leagues for the past couple of years. They decided that they wanted to play more competitively moving forward and decided to form a team named after a local nightclub in Dartford where the fun first began. Moving on to our games of the week. So, this week's game of the week predictions have been provided by Jack from the Rose Athletic. The first game is the Albion versus Sun. And Jack is predicting the Sun to win by two goals to one. Dartford Eagles versus Marley Royals. Jack predicts that Dartford Eagles will win by three goals to one. Gravesend Spartans versus Six Bells. Jack predicts that Six Bells will win by four goals to one. Phoenix Sports versus Pelham Arms. Jack predicts that Phoenix will win by three goals to nil. And Nuevo Club versus Gravesend Cricketers. Jack predicts a two-all score draw. Now, teams to watch in the 2021 season. We asked our clubs to suggest teams that we should watch out for this season and asked why. These are a selection of the teams that we've had put forward to us. AFC Oddfellows, champions of the past for the past two seasons in Division 4 in 2018-19 and Division 1 in 1920 and they'll be looking to upset the established senior division teams. They're a strong, well-organised side that knows how to upset the odds. Newtown Cobras performed well in a tough division last year with a strong side such as Oddfellows and Riverview United present. Without that distraction, they could have a good ru- could good run to help propel them up into the senior division. Six Bells, a strong, well-established Division 2 side who knows what's required on a cold, wet Sunday morning. Their form was inconsistent last year in places, but that could be going 
could be due to going far in some of the cup competitions, but they'll have learned from that and will take it into this season. Phoenix Sports, they've left the Orpington and Bromley League and didn't fail to compete in the Division 3 over there. They'll provide a strong unit which will be hard for teams to match unless they're at their best. And finally Hollisters, another strong Sunday League side that also got caught up in cup runs last year which affected their league form. Some of the signings that they've made and dropping down to Division 4 should really help them put together a good string of results to help propel them back up into Division 3. That's all for now, speak to you next week. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Watford Sunday League podcast, 2020-21 season, podcast number one. After a long six-month wait, the Watford Sunday League starts the new season on Sunday the 6th of September. This season we have 43 clubs based across four divisions, 10 in the Premier Division and Division 1, 11 in Division 2 and 12 in Division 3, which is an overall increase of three clubs from the 40 clubs which finished last season. We have six new clubs, five placed in Division 3, that is Chelfont Saints, Francis George, South Hearts, Watford Sports and Watford Town, plus one club who join us from the Harrow Sunday League, that's St Mary's Harefield, who have been placed in Division 2. We would like to welcome all these new clubs to the league. For this forthcoming season, the teams to watch out for are, in the Premier Division, Oakview, who have won the title for the past seven seasons, nine seasons out of the last ten, and 17 times overall in the last 25 seasons. So, based on this record, they clearly are the team to beat once again. Reed Rangers, who have, fin- who have been runners-up for the past five seasons, have merged with Everett Rovers to form Everett Rovers Reed FC. Everett themselves have won divisional titles in the past three seasons. In 2017, Division 4, Division 2 in 2018-19, and Division 1 last season. So, joined together, they should in theory be serious contenders. However, you also have to account for Evergreen, who had a good season last year, finishing third, and the newly renamed Sun Sports Athletic, last season's Tudor Athletic, will also, I'm sure, be looking for a title bid. In Division 1, we have Maple Cross, who only just missed out on promotion to the Premier Division by 0.09 on the points per game system to Fox and Stone. Um, And they look to be the obvious favourites, with AFC Leavesden, who finished fourth last season. The promoted side from Division 2, 
Railway Arms, last season's The Victoria, and Oxy Spartans could also be contenders. But the dark horse could well be Casterbury Rangers, who finished mid-table last season, but had two good cup runs. And on their day can be anyone. They just seem to need to gain more consistency. In Division 2, Dunbar are the highest ranked side from last season in the division this season, so should be a contender. Whilst FC Woodside, who had a surprisingly poor season last year, will be looking to bounce back at the first attempt. Also in the mix are West Hearts, who have suffered back-to-back relegations in the past two seasons. Coming up from Division 3 are WDFC, last season's Sun Sports, who ran away with the third division title. Also, second place Soccer and fourth place Skyline, who also came up with them and looked to be strong contenders, should both do well. However, St Mary's Harefield who had a decent record in the past two seasons in the Harrow Sunday League, also look like contenders. So, overall, Division 2 looks to be very com- a very competitive division for next season. Looking in Division 3, with five new teams, this looks to be the hardest division to predict. Woodside Wanderers are the highest ranked side from last season in the division. They finished third. Whilst Hertfordshire Eagles, who finished seventh last season, have had some impressive pre-season results and look to be a far stronger side this season. Batchworth, who finished second bottom last season, had a good run prior to the end of the season in March whilst Watford Athletic, who finished bottom, looked to be a far stronger side this season as well. From next Sunday's Match Day 1 first games, the potentially interesting or big games next week seem to be, in the Premier Division, the two Obvious big games on this Sunday are Oakview versus Sun Sports Athletic and Everett Rovers Reed against Evergreen. These two could see some idea of how the season will pan out in that division. In Division 1, we have AFC Leesden versus Casterbury Rangers and Oxy Spartans versus Maple Cross. And these look to be the pick of the games from that division. In Division 2, there's FC Woodside versus Soccer, which seems to be the pick of the games this coming Sunday, along with Dombar against West Hearts. In Division 3, there's a Watford derby between Watford Town and Watford Sports, who are both 
new clubs to the league. Uh, and this looks like to be the biggest game in the division this coming weekend. In other news from the league this week, the focus really seems to be on the draws for this season's cup competitions, which were made recently. This season, the league is running the four cup competitions currently. These will be the Eric Hand Challenge Cup, and this is for all clubs in the league. The Terry Devereaux President's Cup, which will be for Premier Division clubs only. The Chairman's Cup, which will include Division 1 clubs and the top half of Division 2. And finally, the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup, which will be the bottom half of Division 2 and Division 3 clubs. The first round of the Challenge Cup will be played on Sunday the 13th of September and indeed there are some interesting ties but we will give more information about this on the next podcast. Further cup draws and other information are all available at our website at www.watfordsundayleague.co.uk Finally, this week, as we start the first season under the COVID-19 situation, we'd just like to remind all clubs of all the safety precautions that have been recommended when playing. Um, Please do follow the guidelines issued by the government and by the FA. Hopefully, this, alongside your own common sense safety, will ensure that all the games can be played in a very safe way and we can continue to try and get the season completed without too many interruptions. But most of all, please do take care and try and be safe when you play your games. And we wish all the very best to all the teams for the coming season. Welcome. And now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Hello and welcome to the Constitution run-through for the Leatherhead and District League. This year we've got 143 teams across 13 divisions, um, with the divisions varying between 10 to 12 teams. And the season's starting on September 13th, and really looking forward to it. In the Premier Division this season, we've got Barnes Eagles Senior, Old Wimbledonians, Oxshot Royals, Partizan Bookham, Poplar, Priest Hill, Putney Town, the Duke of Buckingham, Wongas Seniors and Wandsworth Elite. In Division 1, we've got AFC Chase, Ashford Town, Banstead Rovers, Chesington United, JB Rangers, London St George's, Old Wimbledonians Reserves, Partizan All-Stars, Pavletico Rovers, The Buffs and Wongas United. In Division 2, 
We've got Alexandra United, Car Shorten All Stars, Car Shorten FC, Chesington Sports, Hamworth Sports, Not Very Athletic, Panthers, Putney Lions, Rose Hill Athletic, Royal Admiral, and Thames River Plate. In Division 3, we've got AFC Lynx, AFC Tabworth, Alexandria United Irons, CFRL Morden, Downside, ECS Classics 11, Effingham Park United, Manor Park Wanderers, Mondial, Riverside, and Tolworth. In Division 4, we've got Banstead Eagles, Bev Athletic, Hersham Rangers, Horton Athletic, Kingston Boys, Kingston Patriots, Lower Kingswood Social, Mickleham Badgers, Sporting Santos, Sutton Knights and Walton Heath. In Division 5, we've got AFC Yule, Berrylands, Bocca Seniors, Dundonald, Erskine Rovers, Yule Corinthians, Yule Dons, Hersham, RP Royals, Seller Sundays, Serberton Sports. And in Division 6, we've got AFC Yule Reserves, AFC Rio, Byfleet Village, Team Athletic, Cobham Village, Epsman Yule Old Boys, Ironside, Nork, Southwest Eleven, West Woking Wanderers, and Woodham Victoria. In Division Seven, we've got Alexandria United Ravens, Charnwood Cavaliers, AFC Yule Tigers, Croygas Phoenix, Epsom Albion, Haydens Park. Hersham Royals, Leverhead Galacticos, Galacticos, Mitcham Strollers, Nudigate, and SCR Sunday Reserves. In Division 8, we've got Abbey Rangers Reserves, AFC Southborough, Claygate Casuals, Ditton Dons, Epsom All Stars, FC Moretti, Old Kingstonians, St Helia, Serberton Town, Thames Ditton. Wallington Town and Worcester Park. In Division 9, we've got AFC Cannons, AFC Tolworth, Alexandria United Athletic, Egham Stags, Fetcham United, Hamworth Sports Reserves, Kingston Dynamos, Morden United, Rose Hill Athletic Reserves, Rye FC, Sporting Renegades and Serberton T- Sports Reserves. In Division 10, we've got Byfleet Town, Cage United, Castle Hill, Ching Village, My Team Paid, Old Wimbledonians A, Rygate Hill, Rygate Road Rangers, Rickham Rovers, Sutton Knights A, Willoughby Arms and West Byfleet Rangers. In Division 11, we've got Abbey Eagles, Beddington Park, Carshorton Eagles, Dynamo Kingston, FNM United, FC Surreyside, Overton Lions, Parkside Sundays, SCR Sunday Yellows, Sutton Knights B and Tabworth Tigers first team. In Division 12, we've got BCJ, Double H, Epsom Rovers, Yule Galacticos, Interham, Off the Grid, Old Wimbledonians B, Parkside United, Shearwater Sundays, 
Tadworth Tigers Reserves and West Woking Rovers. Now on to the teams to look out for for this season. Um, oh, yeah. So I've gone for in the Premier Division, Barnes Eagle Senior. Um, I don't know what league they've come over from, but I see on Twitter they look like a very professionally set up Sunday side. Um, it looks really good. Barnes Eagles as a youth team when I was younger were always a good side. Um, so yeah, excited to see them come over and see what they can do in the Premier Division, having not been in there before. Um, I've also gone with Poplar. Uh, Poplar were probably on to win the league before COVID. So, um, again, they'll have a point to prove. They'll be right up there if they've kept the same group of players. Obviously, I don't know. But, yeah, a very, very exciting challenge for them again to see if they can can challenge at the top of the Premier Division again. And then third, we've got, I've gone for Partizan Bookham, who in the final game that we ever played as a Sunday team, uh, my now Saturday side, we lost to in a cup final. So they've come back and gone straight back into the Premier Division. So interested to see how they do. Um, always a good team. So I imagine they'll have another good season. But again, it's a very strong division, as are the, a lot of the Sunday League divisions now. Um, in Division 1, I've gone for Banstead Rovers, who are at the moment one of the biggest Sunday sides around locally, if not the biggest in terms of social media. Um, they're, again, very good side, loads of good players. Um, to be honest, sort of surprised they're not, they haven't been put in the Prem, but I think they'll have a very good season. Um, not losing too many games, while also growing massively on the social media side. Uh, secondly, I've gone for AFC Chase, who I think I saw somewhere unbeaten about 28 games, which is mental um they were in Banstead's league last year and it was very tight between them so another very strong side again surprise probably they're not in the prem but division one's not too far off um i expect them to to be right up there challenging both never played them but look like very very strong sides um then i've gone for wangas united who i think were called wangas sports reserves last year um i'm assuming anyway they're another very strong side. We're, we're in Division 2 and I think, again, unbeaten, challenging in the Surrey Cup. Um, one of the best teams around, going to be a a massive player in that division. Um, and then finally, as a little wild card, JB Rangers. I saw, I saw they got to the Surrey Cup final last year, I think before COVID. Um, they've come over into Division 1. I think that um, I think from a Guildford league, um, but yeah, they're going to be very good. I imagine having obviously competed with a lot of these teams in the higher divisions. Uh, look forward to see what they can do as well. In Division Two, I've gone for Carshorton All Stars, who are in Division Three. Again, we're right up there with Banstead and AFC Chase. Now in Division Two, I think they'll have another good season. Then on to the other Carshorton side, who um, again they're. I mean, they're, again, building a little platform on social media. I think they haven't lost since re since starting or restarting. I'm not 100% sure. But I know they're about six or seven games unbeaten in pre-season, beating some some strong sides. So I think, again, they'll be, they'll be a very good side. Um, they're not, not very athletic, who played on the pitch next to us yesterday. 
and they're a very, very good side having watched them. I think they beat Partizan Bookham, who again, they're in the Prem, so I know pre-seasons are not something to go off, but I think not very athletic are going to have a good season. In Division 3, Alexandria United Irons, for me, having played them, they're a good side. They were, I think they won Division 5. Well, they would have, but obviously the league got void. Um, yeah, another good side. Going up two divisions, interested to see how they get on. Then CF Real Morden, a, a young side, again, building a social media platform. Uh, ha- looked like they're having a good pre-season. Got a very nice kit. Smart name. Looked like a smart smart Sunday setup. So I'm backing them to, I think, potentially have a good season. Um, then downside. They, are, again, on just looking at social media results, pre-season is nothing to go off, I guess, but not knowing a lot of these sides. That's what I've gone with. Downside, I think, haven't lost the game again since starting their club this year. Going into Division 3, another young side. I think they'll be very, very good. And then the last one is Mondial. Um, I think they were in Division 3 last year. Again, we're right up there. I'm very surprised they've been kept in free. But, yeah, um, they're smashing teams left, right and centre in pre-season. Ha- smashed teams last season. I think for me, they're they are probably the favourites to win that league. If they do not go on to win it, obviously, um, yeah, any teams can 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 have a one up on me. But for me, I think Mondial win that league. Um, think yeah. Also, ECS Classics XI are another side that were in Division Three. Another very good side, and there's a number of other sides I haven't mentioned that make that league very very competitive. Um, in Division 4, Banstead Eagles have joined the league. Formerly Warpack, Warpack Eagles, I think they was called. Um, but again, a very strong side. Uh, always winning silverware going into Division 4. I think they'll have a good season. Then Bev Athletic are another very good team. Um, and Horton Athletic in there as well. I think them two coming up from, I think they both come up from Division 5. I think that that they'll do very well in there. Got Both got very good players and had great seasons last year. So we'll look to do that again next year. Um, in Division 5, I picked up Berrylands, who are a side that we used to play when we was a Sunday team, when my Saturday team was a Sunday team. Um, they were always a good side, very well set up, um, lots of pace on the counter-attack. Um, maybe not the best team in the world, but always a tough fixture. Never ever rolled them over, so I picked them out as a as a potential banana skin. And also, your Corinthians I've seen have got a lot of of compliments on social media from last season. Have been put into five. They was in six. I think they'll be very very strong. Um, and yeah, I've, out of all the teams, I don't know much about Division Five. Um, yeah, I think they'll have a good season. In Division 6, I've gone with Team Athletic, who again are smashing teams left, right and centre. Um, they're a new side. Got some very good players. Um, I cannot see them not having a good season in Division 6, personally. They've beaten teams from Division 3, Division 2 in pre-season. Again, pre-season not something to go off. But for me, Team Athletic, some of the players they've got in their side will have a very good season. Um, Ironside who won division, were going to win Division 7 probably before COVID. 
Very good team. Um, slightly older side, but play to their strengths. And having my side, having played them three times, have never really rolled them over. Or, I mean, we've only beaten them once. I mean, they're a very, very strong side. Very dangerous attacking-wise. Maybe not the best back four in the world, but that makes for high-scoring games, which we all love. So they're another good team. And then in Division 7, I've picked out AFC All Tigers, who were in Division 7 last year, and finished runners-up. If there was a would have finished runners-up if there was a points points per game system, but there wasn't. They've been kept in seven, which for me is a, maybe a bit surprising. But yeah, I think if they again if they've kept their side together, they're going to have a good season. Um, and Croy Gas Phoenix, who are in Division Eight. Um, they've been promoted again. Probably win the league if would have won the league if it didn't get void. Um, unbeaten. I think we lost one game all season, which was to us um, out of about twenty something games. So they had a great season. Obviously, COVID semi's put a bit of a downer on it. But yeah, very good team, and I think they'll have a good season. In Division Eight, I've gone with Claygate Casuals. Um, I'm not too sure if it's the reserve team having taken over the first team because the first team were in like two or three uh, that division last year. Um, but having imagined that they're in eight, it's mainly just reserve players. Um, in general, having played them a number of times, they've got a very good setup. Um, and yeah, got some good players. I think they'll do well. Also, I've gone with Epsom All-Stars, who are not the best side in the world, but they've got a couple of very, very talented players on their side that I think make them a very tricky fixture on any day. Them couple of two or three players bring up the level of the side and the hard workers around them make them a very tough team to play. Maybe won't challenge for trophies, but a tough game for anyone in that division. Um, and then in, also in Division 8, I've gone from Wallington Town, who I think are, again, an, a very strong side. Um done well in Division 7 last year, how they've been put down, which, I mean, they finished fourth. bit surprising, but yeah. In Division 9, I've gone with Alexandria United Athletic. Um, again, pre-season, nothing to go off, but they're having a very good pre-season. They're in quite a low division um, for the teams they've been playing against in pre-season. So, and they've been competing, they've been doing well. So I think they'll do well in that division. And I've gone for Rye FC, who um, I know nothing about, but the only thing I know is they wear AFC Wimbledon orange kit, which I rate. So I'll, I'll pick them out and I hope they have a good season just for that fact. Um, in Division 10, I've gone with Cage United. Again, know nothing about them, but it's a great name. And I'm assuming it's based off Cage football. I don't know, but yeah. Great name, so let's hope they do well. Then I've gone with my team paid, who are, again, like some of the other sides, probably at the moment, because obviously they're a new side, are more well-known for social media than on the pitch. But from what I hear, they've got very good players. So, I mean, I'm backing them to have a good season. Don't know a lot about them, but my team paid, hopefully will do well this season. Then I've gone with Rygate Road Rangers, who we've played personally, gave us a very, very tough game. And Division 10, for me, I think 
I don't know the quality in there massively, but they've got a very good side that I think can play in a higher division. So I'll be surprised if they don't do well this season. Um, in Division 11, I've gone for Beddington Park, who are a new side. I don't know a lot about them, but I know a couple of their players that they've got are very, 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 very good. So I would only imagine they'll have a good season in Division 11. Um, I've gone for Parkside Sundays, having know their set their Saturday team is a good side and the setup of the club is very decent. I think that the Sunday side they put together will no doubt at minimum match that. Um, going into Division 11, I don't know what type of quality they've got in their Sunday side, but if it's anything like the Saturday team, I think, they'll, again, they'll be a very strong side in Division 11. Then um, I've gone for FC Surrey side, who I've seen have had a couple of good results in pre-season. Don't know a lot about them. Don't know a lot about any of Division 11 teams. So, yeah, I'll pick them out. They've had a good pre-season. So let's hope they can continue that on. In Division 12, I've gone with Parkside United, who were in Division 7 last year. They didn't win a game, but they never got beaten by more than the odd goal in a game. So for me, for them going into Division 12, uh, Division 12 yeah, this year, I think they'll do well. I think they'll do a lot better than they did the year just gone. So getting excited to see how they get on. Obviously losing games, but still every week's hanging in there in games and not getting smashed. Shows there's a lot of fight and desire in that side. So I think they'll, again, I think they'll have a good season this year. Or at least a better one than last year. Then BCJ, I've gone for finally. Who, again, pre-season. But they're having a fantastic pre-season. They've beaten teams in Division 4s, 5s and smashed them. I think they'll be, they look like a high-energy side. Um, that have bundles of confidence at the moment. And I think it will take a lot of stopping them in Division 12. Again, there's a number of new teams in there that obviously I don't really know. But yeah, I think BCJ will be very good. And that's my summary of um, of who I think stands out for this year or what teams stand out for me. Again, apologies to the teams that I I don't know. There's, there's 143 and I probably a third of them I don't know at all. So... Yeah, apologies. If any of these sides I haven't mentioned have great seasons, fair enough. Um, but yeah, we look forward to the start on September 13th. And again, it'd be great to have football back. Welcome. And now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Firstly, I want to say a massive thank you to Around the Leagues for allowing us to participate and be the sole representation of the Greater London Women's League on this podcast. Let me introduce myself. My name's Daniel Merricks. I'm the head coach of Upton Park Ladies in the Greater London Women's League Division 2 North. We've established this club this year in the midst of COVID. Um, We found this club, we've gone from strength to strength in terms of numbers and also quality. We've gone from holding our very first trials back in um, July to now having a squad of 26 players, um, all with mixed bag of ability. Uh, But we're really getting that first 11 to, to 15 really set out and and now we're seeing um all that hard work come together we have had a difficult pre-season i'm not gonna lie um partly through you know my 
my choice to play some really structured, well laid out teams who have got some great experience um, together as a squad of many of years. Um, we've played the likes of Stevenage, Billericay, and most recently, hashtag women under 23s. And we've struggled at times in each of those games. Um, to be honest with you, as a new as a new club, obviously everyone hasn't played together before, um, and it was a big ask to ask them to go out there and get a result against these teams. But it has been a really good learning curve for the squad. Um, we've shown great resilience to get over one defeat to the next, and I think that resilience and the quality of the teams that we've played will hold us in good stead for the season, I believe. Um, so despite not getting a win out of those first three preseason games, we lost 6-1 in the first game to Stevenage. We were on top for the first 15-20 minutes. believe we had sort of the first four or five shots on goal, um, one of them being a one-on-one with a goalkeeper. I think if Charlie maybe would have put that one to bed, the mindset would have been different going into the... Um, you know, the next 70 minutes um, might have panned out differently. But you know what? Stevenage were a top quality side. Um, like, like I said, well laid out, great structure. Been playing together for years. Um, and they dismantled us in the second half. Mainly, we went in at 2-0, at, uh, yeah, 2-0 down at half time. Um, scored our goal. But we had a lot of shuffling to do to give all the girls minutes. And I think, you know, we could tell the difference between, you know, the first 11 we started out with and most certainly all the changes that we made did have an impact on the overall score. Then going to the, into the second game against Billericay, we went in with a lot of confidence thinking that we could really do something and you know, we, again we started off really well um, but conceded the first goal and you know, being a new team, never played together really, you know, we had more new girls come in and, you know, the signs were there, the positive signs were there. But unfortunately, you know, when you go one or two nil down as, an, as a new club, you don't really, you know, you're just getting to understand how people react. Um, it was it was great in that sense, but obviously we allowed it to get to us and uh, eventually we conceded more. We ended up losing that game 8-3. However, you know, I was incredibly proud of the girls for being able to create as much as we did against a side like that. Um, and scoring three goals, Charlie scored a phenomenal hat-trick. Um, that's if that would that took your account of four in two games um, for us. So we're really positive that we're creating chances for our striker and that she's putting them away. Um, maybe if we, like I said before, maybe if we got those goals prior to conceding, it might have, um, it might have changed the course of the game because you know, the, their goals really did affect our mentality when we went behind. And then we went into the last game, which was um, on Sunday. It was probably one of the hardest, if not the hardest, uh, pre-season friendly we had. Um, hashtag United Women's Under 23s. They were fast, quick in transition. Um, they broke lines rapidly. Um, they made our defensive shape look abysmal at times. 
um, but we've got so much to learn. But there is so many positives to take out of it, even though we've you know sh- struggled in um, various different areas. We now know what we need to build upon. We're a solid bunch who haven't let the defeats get to us. And we feel like we're now in this week with training turning a corner. We'll play a in-house friendly on Sunday, which will, you know, be great because it'll be like a normal friendly, but in the sense of like us coaches can really get on there and dissect what was going, what goes wrong um, during the match. And we can really stop play and allow them to understand the principles that we're trying to get across so I think that's going to be a really positive thing ahead of the new season and then going into the um, season itself the league's a bit everywhere at the minute I'm not going to lie we got sent um, fixtures that we then um, organized with the coordinator of West Ham Foundation which is our home ground for this uh, this season um, to then find out that the league were completely scrapping those fixtures because um, the West region of the Division 2 had to um, be abandoned. Um, I think they must have had teams that, you know, had dropped out um, and it became unplayable. So they've now moved those the teams that were left, I believe there was six. We had three coming into our league and three entered into the South region. But those three teams being added has been a disruption because it's now meant that the whole fixture list has to be redone. And so we're still waiting upon that. They said um, hopefully that that will be out by um, midweek they were aiming for. But if this drags on to the end of the week and even into next week, it becomes even more of an inconvenience, obviously, because we're then just a matter of days away from potentially playing our very first home game. Or if it's not us, it's the other, it's the away side that we'll play that we'll have to arrange it in such a short period of time, which I think is um, unfair and puts a great deal of pressure on clubs who quite honestly have stuck to the rules and you know and it's it's not our fault that the other regions obviously not been able to conduct the lead league sufficiently um it has it has obviously disrupted things a little bit but hey ho um we'll we'll get through it it's just one of those things one of the teething issues with covid um we can't completely blame the league coordinators um and secretaries themselves or any of the board members it's a uh, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place having to you know make room for the the other clubs coming out of that region and the positive news is it means more football for our women we get an extra three home games and an extra three away games um so you know there is positives to come out of that we'll just wait and see um, in relation to the fixtures, um, them coming out or when they do actually come out. So the, there's nothing to report yet in terms of, you know, league games, league tables or anything like that. But um, the next time you hear from me or from one of us at the club, at least, um, I hope it will be with a good few wins under our belt. And um, hopefully, you know, our top scorer in preseason, um, our striker, Charlie, Hopefully she goes on to bag some more goals and um, yeah, really gives us a start to a season that we need, especially on the back end of um, 
some really hard defeats. But we're feeling positive. We've got a game plan. Um, you know, we're putting hours and hours into making this right because we do really want to compete this year. We don't just want to be, you know, one of those clubs that accepts that, you know, most clubs fold in the first year. We don't want to be the club that just accepts that we didn't fold and that we, you know, we we maintained just, you know, regular games. We actually want to compete. Um, so hopefully we can do that um, going going forward. Um, with some optimism some enthusiasm and creating you know a little bit more of a winning mentality within the squad um, as we as we pick up results and I think that's something that we're going to be consciously pushing in the in the next few training sessions is our desire willingness to battle for each other um, which at times was not there um at the beginning but the more and more games that we play together as a brand new squad as you can imagine no you know people are still learning each other's names let alone where they'll be on the pitch so you know I'm feeling positive the other coaches are really encouraged um, by what we've seen as well despite the score lines we genuinely believe that you know we'll go into this season um, constantly learning constantly developing and we you know we're going there with we're coming into the league with enthusiasm and op- optimism that we can do something and have a really special year but um thanks for listening thanks for tuning in and again thanks for the um podcast organizers having us on here um hope you have a great week and enjoy the football on the weekend and hopefully we'll see fans back in this back in the stands um at football matches real soon or at least you know back supporting grassroots football in person take care bye bye welcome and now for this week's edition of all around the leagues Hello, welcome to the Hearts Advertiser League, um, our first um, entry into this All Around the Leagues podcast. Um, really pleased to be a part of it. I'm just going to quickly run through the uh, the constitution. Uh, 50 teams this year, up from 43 last year, which is fantastic. A couple of name changes and, and a load of new clubs, which is a, a credit to the league. They've put some really good work in over the summer. Um, also, they will be finishing off last year's cup competitions, uh, much to the, the delight of everyone involved, which is a, a really good feat, which all, a couple of them have played on the opening week of the season as well. Um, we've got five divisions this year, so an extra division, all evenly split, as I said, five tens. Um, division four consists of Brookman Park Reserves, Hatfield Mosquitoes, Hatfield Seniors, Marshallswick Rovers, Phoenix A, Royston Rangers Reserves, St Albans Warriors, Welling Pegasus, who are a new team, uh, come up from youth football, so credit to them for stepping up, and Welling Warriors Reserves. Um, a really, really evenly matched division, I would say. However, I have got a couple of teams that I fancy who, who will do well in this. Um, I think that the, the league, the top three, will be between Hatfield Seniors, the Wrestlers, and Welling Warriors Reserves, who finished last season fantastically well, getting to the Junior Cup final, um, which they're awaiting to see who they play um, this weekend, actually. Um, but for me, I think it's between seniors and the wrestlers for the for the league. Both sides have a goal scorer in their team um, who can get bundles of goals. And I think it will just come down to who uh, who, who gets the better results between these two um, in their matches with each other. 
which brings me on nicely actually to the to first weekend of fixtures, which sees um, Welling Warriors reserves against Royston Rangers reserves, St Albans Warriors against Welling Pegasus, Phoenix A against Hatfield Mosquitoes, Marshalls Whit Rovers against Brookmans Park reserves, and then my two picks to challenge for the title, Hatfield Seniors and the wrestlers meet on the opening day. Um, so without a shadow of a doubt, that is the Division 4 uh, game of the week. Um, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic to see uh, an extra division at, at the Hearts ad, and uh, yeah, I think it'll be very competitive, and uh, and yeah, I'm sure the uh, I'm sure my predictions will be will be correct in this one. I, I really fancy the top two, who I said seniors and and the wrestlers. Next up, we have Division Three, which consists of Bournemouth Raiders, who are a new side. Um, Forza Watford, who were deducted some points last year, but are actually we played them in pre-season very last year. A very very good side. Um, I think they'll surprise a few people this year. Hansbury's, Mermaid, Phoenix Reserves, Royston Rangers, TNF, the Beehive Reserves, the Gate, and Wheathampstead Wanderers. Um, very very competitive league once again. Uh, this one's so hard to split. It's, it's the top. Top sides from Div 3 last year and the bottom sides mostly of of, um, of Div 2. It's, it's very evenly split, very evenly split. Um, my, my my pick for the, the top sides, I think Wheat Hampstead Wanderers will be strong. Um, they've got a, they do have a Saturday side and this is more like their reserve side, but I'm sure they if they needed to, they could draft in one or two for, for big games. They play in one of the Hearts County Leagues. Um, Hansbury's, who were challenging for the Div 3 title last year, they'll definitely be up there again, I think. Um, and, and the Mermaid as well, who were in Division 2 last year. We played them. They're, they're a good outfit. They're very well organised. Um, and I've heard that they've improved this year as well. So I think Hansbury's, Mermaid and Wheathampton Warriors, uh, Wanderers, sorry for the for the top three. However, the team to watch for me are the Beehive Reserves. Um, a lot of them are our old third team, and I think they're going to surprise a few people this year. Um, and and don't be surprised to um, to see them up there. So in Division Three, then only four games due to a, a cup competition being finished, which which takes up one of the one or two of the sides. Um, so it's Hansbury's against Bournemouth Raiders, Mermaid against Beehive Reserves, Royston Rangers against the Wishing Well, TNF against Phoenix Reserves and for me the, the game of the week is one of my tips Mermaid FC and my ones to watch the Beehive Reserves I think that'll be an absolute cracking game uh, for, for the first game of the season in uh, in Division 3 um, if I had to put my, my money where where my mouth is um, I, I think Wheathampton won on to Division 2 um, this consists of AFC Mims Harper and Colt Old Boy Reserves Little Heath who have come over from the East Hearts Corinthian League New Greens, Oaks, who have come down two divisions, Pinewood, Player Packs FC, who are also a new side, St. George's, Welling Warriors, and Wheathampstead 89. Again, competitive division. Um, my, my top three in this league, I think, will be um, Welling Warriors, Wheathampstead 89, and Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves. Um, but the the ones to watch for me are player packs. I think they could make. They're a new side, but once they they start to gel, um, they've got some good players, and I really think they could. If they're there or thereabouts at the at the midway point of the season, I, I think they'll really put on a title challenge. But in terms of who I think is going to win the league, I've got to go for our old rivals. We Amsterdam eighty nine. They've had a decent preseason. Um, we, I know how good a side they are. They're they're always always up for the the games against us and, and and they're always there or thereabouts as well. So my tip for Division 2 would be Wheat Amsterdam 89. 
Um, in terms of the fixtures this weekend, again, they are affected. There's only three games in Division 2 because of the Cups being finished. AFC Mims against Player Packs. Uh, Welling Warriors against St. George's. Wheat Amsterdam 89 against Little Heath. And it's Wheat Amsterdam 89 against Little Heath. Really, that I think is the game of the weekend. Little Heath have come over from the East Hearts Corinthian League. Um, this is pretty much their reserve side, I've been believed to have been told, because um, their first team have moved into the Southern Amateur League on a Saturday. However, a bit like Wheat Amsterdam Warriors in Division 3, the access they'll have to, to players, I think they could maybe, if they're there or thereabouts, they could maybe take this a bit more seriously than just a reserve side. Um, so that'll be a good game against Wheat Amsterdam at uh, 89. You'll really see where both sides are at, but I'm tipping Wheat Amsterdam to win the league on that one. On to Division 1, which I obviously have a, a, an added interest in with my side Blacksmiths being in it. Uh, we're joined by AFC London Road Reserves, who were Hearts Cheaters last year in the Prem. They've come down. Uh, Bournemouth Rovers, who are a new team. They were on course, I think, to win the Division 2. It was between them and one other side uh, of the Barnet League. They've come over. Uh, Bournemouth Social Club, uh, or BWSC as they're known, um, who were a Division 1 side last year. FC Welling, who have come over from the East Hearts Corinthian League. Um, very, very strong outfit. Um, yeah, a lot of people's fancy for, for winning Division 1 this year. Uh, Harpen and Colt Old Boys, who were our closest challengers in Division 2 last year. Hearts Lions, who also come up with us in Harpenden uh, from Division 2. Hilltop Reserves, um, always a tough, tough outfit, Hilltop sides. Um, and their reserves were, were just behind the three that went up to the Prem last year. So they'll, they'll be solid. Uh, Snug Bar, who actually got put down into Division 2 and personally asked to go back up to Division 1. So credit to them. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure who they brought in or whatever, but the credit where credit's due, asking to, to stay in a high division. And Verulam Old Boys, who, who are a new side as well. Um, my top three picks for this are, I've got to back my boys at the Blacksmiths, I, I think we'll be there or thereabouts. Um, Bournemouth Rovers, I think as well, they've got a centre forward, Billy Lobjoy, who got a ridiculous amount of goals last season in, in the Barnet League. And, and if he's on fire, I think they'll, um, they'll, they'll definitely be in the top three. Um, and FC Welling, I think if anyone finishes above FC Welling, I think they'll, they'll be crowned champions. They're, they're going to be very, very tough to beat. Um, my team to watch are, um... It's a tough one in this one. There's, it, it, it's a you could sort of throw throw a blanket over this division. It's, it's going to be really really close. Um, but I think Verulam Old Boys have got some good players, and and once they gel, I think they could be a real threat to some some teams. It all depends how quickly they can get it together. Um, I think they'll be a good outfit. Um, so Division One games this week: BWSC against Snugbar, Harpen and Colts against Hilltop Reserves. Hearts Lions against Bournemouth Rovers and Verulam Old Boys against AFC London Road Reserves. And then for me, not being biased, but the game of the the game of the week, FC Welling against my side, Blacksmiths. Um, a lot of people are, are calling it a title decider in the first weekend of the season, which I think is a bit premature. Uh, there's a lot of good sides in this league, but it will definitely be a, uh, the game of the week in Division 1. Uh, that's for sure. And it'll be a really tough tough day for our for, for our side. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go into it with, um, with full of confidence and I'm sure they will as well. And it should be a cracker. Then we've got the Premier Division, uh, which consists of AFC London Road. Uh, AFC Rangers, who were 10 from 10 last year, on course to, to win it uh, before COVID struck. Blackbury Jacks, Brookmans Park, Hilltop, Phoenix, Plough and Harrow. Um, Six Bells, who have come up with Brookmans Park uh, from Division 1. Skewbridge, uh, five-time County Cup winners. And the Beehive, who also come up from Division 1 last year. 
this league for me it's going to be really competitive but i think the top three will be the top three um no matter what i'm just not unsure the order really i think afc london road afc rangers and skewbridge will be the top three um the ones to watch for me are six bells they had a good season last year got quite far in the county cup intermediate they got some good players and um yeah i, I think they could uh really push for a top half finish this this year which would be fantastic for them um in terms of the title, I've swapped and changed my mind. AFC Rangers have actually merged with our old first team. So if they're there or thereabouts, I think they'll finish strong. Um, if they're there or thereabouts uh, come January, I think I think they'll definitely be um, in with a shout. Um, AFC London Road, if if they get their full strength side out, they'll be extremely hard to beat. But they're, I know they've had to cancel a friendly or two because of a few injuries from Saturday players, which is obviously a real shame because they get everyone out they've got a crack inside um hopefully they that they can get a good side out and challenge um like i said i've been swapping and changing i think i think skewbridge are going to win it um they've got their old manager back simon andrews uh from when they were really successful they've had a year or two where they've i, I think they still won a cup but they um they obviously weren't the county champions which they've been for for five years running before the last two seasons but i think they'll um the Simon will, will bring some some good players in. I, I, I think they'll nick it. Um, but yeah, it should be a it should be a good season for the Prem. Um, finally, yeah, we've got the cups being finished this year. Uh, there's four games this week. The first. Uh, the curtain raiser of the season actually involves my team, the Blacksmiths, on Thursday evening. Uh, we play New Greens away in the quarterfinal of the Intermediate Cup. And then this weekend, we have the Hearts Advertiser Knockout Cup quarterfinal between Skewbridge and Six Bells. The Hearts Advertiser Challenge Cup um, quarterfinal between Hilltop and Oaks. And the Hearts Advertiser Junior Cup semi-final between Forza Watford and Harpen and Colt Reserves. Um, yeah, fantastic. I think the, the plan is to to get these done to semi-final stage um, and final stage, obviously, but um, and then do one a week throughout September and October to ensure that we can have three officials and nowhere else is, is lacking officials on the game. But yeah, like I said, credit to the league and hopefully it should be a, it should be an interesting season. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the league continue to grow. But um, yeah, that's all for today. Um, catch us next week and we'll uh, we'll run through the results and 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 see how the uh, the opening fixtures have gone thanks very much welcome and now for this week's edition of all around the leagues hello and welcome to the maidstone and mid-kent section of the self podcast i'm in and i'm here to bring all the news views and information from around the league along with the results and fixtures as part of the weekly show we'll be here throughout every week of the 2020-21 season It was a frustrating time for everyone back in March when the league went on hold as the country dealt with the national pandemic. There were so many clubs, teams and individuals that have been extremely supportive and accepting of the bigger picture. So thank you for that. The league and its officials have been really appreciative of the support and there's been a lot of work going on behind the scenes to get the new football season ready for action. So it's great to be back in the Selk hot seat and we've got a packed show for you as we look ahead to the 2021 season. The league's opening fixtures were released yesterday at 8am and there's certainly been a lot of hype and excitement about the new season. We'll be reviewing the new leagues and the opening fixtures as we look at every team in every league, predicting those we think will be celebrating success as well as those we think may have a slightly tougher season ahead. We also have the first round of the Challenge Cup to bring you. It's the only place you can hear the draw first, so definitely stay tuned for that. Firstly, we'd like to welcome all the teams back from last season, as well as some new sides. Larkfield and Newhithe return to the league after a four-year absence with a new team and a new manager, and they'll be competing in Division 1. 
Whitehorse Jaguars, formerly Maidstone Jaguars from the Medway Messenger League, have now become part of the Whitehorse Football Club and they'll start in Division 2. Laybourne have added two new teams, Laybourne Chase and Laybourne Angels, who both will feature in Division 3. And Snodland Town will place their old side with the under-18s from last season and also start in Division 3. So a big welcome from me to all the new teams. I know the online community has been really supportive of the new clubs, which is great to see. They've all embraced being part of the league and its values, so we hope to see them develop into top teams over the next few years. The Maidstone and Mid-Kent League is now made up of 32 clubs across four divisions for the 2020-21 season. So let's start at the top as I give my thoughts for the season ahead and we have a look at the fixtures for the opening week. Starting with the Premiership, Aylesford, Barming Colts, East Morning Fishman's Arms, Marder Miners and Park Royal all remain. They're joined this year by K-Sports and Gold Stars who have made the move up from Division 1. It's never been an easy league to predict and it's even more competitive this year for me. The Fish and East Morning will certainly be there or thereabouts, but I also fancy K-Sports to mix things up a little bit in this division, so keep an eye on their results early in the season as they may surprise a few. Barming Colts and Marden in the middle and I think Aylesford, Park Royal and Gold Stars towards the lower end. What I would say about this division is there doesn't seem to be any teams that will really struggle to get points on the board at some point, so I don't think anyone will be adrift at the bottom, which is what we've seen in previous seasons gone by. The opening fixtures don't disappoint either. Barming Colts welcome Aylesford to Mapleton Noakes. Both sides will want to make their intentions for the season clear. East Morning take on Fisherman's Arms in a game I'm sure both sides would have probably wanted to avoid first up. With only a point between them last season when the league stopped, it could be a game that has a say in the title. Modern Miners host K-Sports, again another game where both sides will want to show what they can offer in the league this season, and I predict these two teams will be very close in the league come final day. Park Royal and Gold Stars don't play opening week, but face each other on the 4th of October. The sides fought our cup tie last season that was decided on penalties, and a draw here won't do any teams either favours, as they both are keen to get points on the board. In Division 1, Whitehorse dropped down a division and are joined by Larkfield and Newhive as a new team to the league. Laybourne come up from the old Division 2. They're joined by East Morning Reserves, Invicta Rangers, Langley Athletic, Rubicon Limerick and Sutton Valance who remain from the previous season. It should be a tightly fought league this year after K-Sports dominated last season and kept their 100% record uh, before moving to the Prem. I believe East Morning Reserves, Larkfield and Newhive and Whitehorse to be there or thereabouts come the end of the season. But don't discount Invicta Rangers, they can perform on their day and could be a surprise package. Rubicon, Langley and Sutton Valance will also be keen to be part of the top four, so expect a lot of tight games in that division. Laybourne will definitely have their work cut out as they move up from the bottom division after a successful season and they'll need to push on from last season and hit the ground running if they want to be in the mix. Opening day sees Whitehorse travel to Invicta Rangers. These sides have had close games in the past. Langley hosts Rubicon Limerick. These sides were a couple of points apart in the average points per game table, so expect a tight game there too. Lockfield and Newhive take on East Morning Reserves. As I said, these two sides will have high hopes for the season, so this will be a great opening match for them both. Sutton Valance welcome New Boys Laybourne to the War Memorial Ground. In Division 2, Park Royal Reserves and Vinters drop down after a tough season in Division 1. They're being joined by a new side, Whitehorse Jaguars, with AFC Phoenix, Alford Reserves, Barming Blues and Maidstone Tempest and Minter staying put. 
Aylesford Reserves and Minter, for me, will be fighting for the title. Again, another tight league where Park Royal Reserves, Vinters, AFC Phoenix will want to compete at the top. Barming Blues, Tempest and Jaguars will not be happy with bottom half finishes, so expect them to be jostling for places. In terms of the fixtures, Aylesford Reserves open with a visit from AFC Phoenix. A tough game for both these sides. Tempests welcome Minter, and Tempest will need to be on good form, as I see Minter challenging again this season. Park Royal Reserves host New Boys Whitehorse Jaguars at the Civil Service Club. Both teams will be looking for some early points in that game. And Vinters take on Barring Blues at Willow Way. In the newly formed Division 3, Walnut Wanderers drop down from the old Division 1 and are joined by new sides Laybourne Angels and Laybourne Chase, as well as Snodland Town. The lower half teams from the old Division 2, Coxheath and Farley, Cross Keys, Invicta Sunday and Kent Sands join them. For me, Coxheath and both Laybourne teams will be the ones to watch. Kent Sands and Invicta Sunday have had good pre-seasons and they'll look to be more competitive this season. Both Crosskeys and Walnut will want to push on after their disappointment at the end of last season. And Snodland Town come in as an unknown from the minor league, so keep your eyes peeled for their results early on. In terms of fixtures, Cox Heath welcome Walnut on the opening day. Crosskeys host new boys from Snodland. Laybourne Chase open with a derby against Laybourne Angels. That won't be one to miss. And Kent Sands and Invicta don't play on the opening day. Sands travel to Laybourne Angels and Invicta Sunday host Walnut on the weekend of October the 4th. So that's it for the league and the opening fixtures. I hope you enjoyed the predictions. I'd love to hear what you think. Are you in agreement with me or am I way off the pace? Also, what's your thoughts on the team's opening day fixtures? Did you get the only team that you didn't want to face? Or are you loving the look of the opening day for your side? I'm also keen for clubs to send me their news, especially looking for teams with new kits or those who would like me to mention sponsors and how they've been supported for the new season. We appreciate pictures of any kits so that we can add them to the social media posts, review the kits and big up any local support you've had in purchasing them. So please get in contact with the show. We'd love to mention you and your team. Email info at whitehorsefootballclub.co.uk Twitter at white underscore horse underscore FC or at MMKSFL, Instagram at white.horse.fc. We're also looking for managers and club officials to interview on the show throughout the season. So if you have any big plans for 2020-21 or you're a new team, we'd love to speak to you. Uh, let me know when's good and we can fire some questions at you. Finally, I'm sure everybody's noticed that there's a gap for all teams on Sunday the 27th of September and that's because it's the first round of the Challenge Cup. It features all the teams from the league and similar to last season, the draws will all be live on the Selk Show first before you get them anywhere else. So the numbers you need to listen out for to keep track of your team in the draw are as follows. Number one is AFC Phoenix, two Aylesford, three Aylesford Reserves, four Barming Blues, five Barming Colts, six Cox Heath, seven Cross Keys, eight East Morning, nine Morning Reserves, 10 The Fish, 11 Gold Stars, 12 Invicta Rangers, 13 Invicta Sunday, 14 K Sports, 15 Kent Sands, 16 Langley, 17 Larkfield, 18 Laybourne, 19 Laybourne Angels, 20 Laybourne Chase, 21 Maidstone Tempests, 22 Marder Miners, 23 Minter, 24 Park Royal, 25 Park Royal Reserves, 26 Rubicon Limerick, 27 Snodland, 28 Sutton Valance, 29 Vinters, 30 Walnut Wanderers, 31 Whitehorse and 32 Whitehorse Jaguars. So without further ado, here's the draw. It's led by Ian Tucker, the Maidstone United Secretary, 
and drawing the home games is league chairman David Borton and the away team's league secretary Steve Taylor. It's time now to do the draw for the Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday League 2021 Challenge Cup and uh, these ties will be played on Sunday the 27th of September. Joining me for the draw are the league chairman David Borton and league secretary Steve Taylor. So uh, David, I'll ask you first to make sure we've got all those uh, important draw balls available in the bag. All present and correct. Okay, so here we go then. This is um, the opening round of the competition. And let's see who we've got uh, out first. Number two. At number two, that's Aylesford, who will be at home too. 19. 19, that is Laybourne Angels. Number 14. 14, David, that's uh, K Sports Express. 28. And number 28, that's uh, Sutton Valence Athletic. 29. 29, Vinters. Number 7. Number 7, Cross Keys. Number 1. Number 1, AFC Phoenix. Number 8. And number eight is East Maulin. Number 27. 27 is uh, Snodland Town. 21. And they will be at home to Maidstone Tempest. 16. Number 16, Langley Athletic. Home advantage for them against. Number 20. Number 20, that's Laybourne Chase. Number four. Next out, number four, that's Barmin Blues. Number 30. And they're at home to Walnut Wanderers. Number 32. Next out, 32, that's the White Horse Jaguars. Against 24. And number 24, that's Park Royal. 26. 26, Rubicon Limerick. 17. And 17 are Larkfield and New Hive Wanderers. Number 6. Next out, number 6, home advantage for Coxheath and Farley. Number 11. And they'll be at home to IGS. Number 10. Number 10, it's the Fisherman's Arms. 23. And number 23, that is uh, Minter. Maidstone International. Oh, Maidstone International. Yes. So you learn something new every day. Exactly. Number 9. Uh, number 9, East Mallin Reserves. Number and 3. And they're at home to Aylesford Reserves. Number 22. 22 is uh, Marden Miners. 25. And they get uh, to play Park Royal Reserves. Number 12. Number 12, that's uh, Invicta Rangers. Number 5. And that's, uh, they'll be playing Barming Colts. 31. Up an ultimate tie. 31 is White Horse. 18. And they'll be at home to Laybourne. And our last home team, number 15. So number 15, that's uh, Kent Sands United. We'll play 13. Leaves our last one of the day. 13, that's Invicta Sunday. So those ties, as we say, will be played on Sunday, the 27th of September. And good luck to all the teams taking part. Thank you for the draw, guys. There are none the better in the business. So a great first round in terms of cup ties and we look forward to all the teams as we look at the magic of the cup starting all over again. That's all we've got time for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to get in contact with the show and remember, it's always more than just football. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.